Hi, everybody. All right, here we go. Um, thanks for listening to our podcast. We do this every day. I'm Pat Mulroy, the supervisor of the World of Learning Institute. The World of Learning Institute provides virtual world language instruction and other courses like calculus, chemistry, and physics this year uh, when it's difficult for a school or a district to find a teacher. We are here today um, to talk to you about what we do every day that makes virtual learning authentic, relevant, and engaging. And you can contact me at pmulroy at World of Learning Institute. Lauren, do you want to spell institute for everybody? dot com because I sometimes mess that up happy to be the spell check yes, yes. I-N-S-T-I-T-U-T there you go <laughs> so P. Mulroy at World of Learning Institute and today we have Erin Syvred with us and Erin is new to the world of learning she's a virtual learning specialist and we are going to be really getting good at science with Erin on board Erin comes to us with a um, background of teaching science in a variety of places and having some other experience as a science person. So, um, Lauren, why don't you just start by saying hi to folks and then we'll ask Erin um, to introduce herself since that'll be a little bit longer. Thanks, Pat. Yep, my name is Lauren McMinn. Uh, thanks for having me back. I love coming to the podcast. Um, I'm a virtual learning specialist at the World of Learning Institute. And I started out as a French teacher and that has always been my background. Um, I'm so excited that we're adding sciences uh, to the World of Learning Institute's course catalog. Um, I'm married to a scientist, so I have to say personally, I think that science is really cool. And <laughs> I love that we are exposing more kids to science because it can be one of the courses that is hard to fill, um, especially as you get more specific and um, yeah, I'm just excited to have Aaron join us. Yeah, that's great. Great. Yes, married to a scientist. And Aaron, you are a scientist as well. So Aaron, we are super happy to have you at the World of Learning. Um, really give us an opportunity to expand. So why don't you just tell us how it started? Hi, thanks, Pat and Lauren. Um, glad to be with you here at the podcast. Uh, so my background is in chemistry. Uh, that's kind of where it all got started um, and then kind of expanded into some different things, working in a lab and then ended up in education and have been teaching chemistry um, as well as a variety of other courses, forensic science and material science, um, as well as little eighth grade physical science um, throughout my years. Um, but came to the world of learning to try something new and challenging and bringing science to everyone, especially those that can't get those um, harder disciplines, physics and chemistry into their school districts because um, scientists are hard teachers to find. Yes, they are. Um, and I think finding scientists in the U.S. is also hard to find. I know that, um, you know, it's a big push everywhere, you know, the government is pushing more scientists and schools are trying to um, do that. So in order to do that, you have to get kids interested first, right? Um, so one of the things that I am insanely interested in, and I talk about it all the time to people now that I've met you, Erin, is um, you talk about a material science course that you collaborated to create. Um, and I feel like that's a kind of course that would get kids interested. Can you talk a little bit about what's in that course and sure. why um, 
Well, I mean, you even brought that up in your interview and it just like stuck with me a hundred percent. Sure. Uh, yeah, material science is, is exactly what it is. We're going to look at materials within um, the world. So uh, working with a variety of teachers from um, all over in the U.S. Uh, through ASM and, and working on building this course for high school students specifically um, in 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. So we look at materials such as plastics and how they relate to the real world or um, glass and how, you know, we really are in a glass age right now. Everything is glass from our cell phones, you know, to the headlights on our cars, everything has um, some sort of glass involved in it. So we just look at that wide variety um, and bringing that to the world of learning. So again, if, if we can't find a science teacher that we can offer these fantastic science courses um, to everybody and everyone can have this exposure to the materials around us and being, being more of a scientific literate um, nation. All right, so I was just gonna ask Lauren to ask you about, um, cause I think one of the things I think is really cool about this course is that it's um, like a real world, like you said, like everything that we do like is glass, right? And there's concrete everywhere too. Like even in rural places, like tons of concrete, um, asphalt, you know, plastic, you know, just, just like, you know, look around in your desk and you can probably clamp count like tons of materials so um how do you how do you see bringing those kind of phenomenons i know the ngss standards talk about you know really doing a much more inquiry base which we're super excited about because that's how we like to teach world languages i mean that's how i like to teach everything um so tell us a little bit about you know that real world experience that happens when you shift from like a call and response type of learning where like, you know, the teacher kind of gives you information and you memorize it and parrot it back. Like what's, what do you see as the difference as a teacher and how we can do that virtually? Sure, absolutely. So looking at, uh, you know, the NGSS standards that Pennsylvania has really adopted this year. So just got published um, and making that three-dimensional learning now come to life, looking at a phenomenon. So we take something such as um, sodium polyacrylate, which is in our diapers, and how is that super absorbent? How else can that super absorbent be um, related to our everyday life? Like, could we use it somewhere else? Is it safe for our um, infants to have it up against its skin. And so having the students really start to explore those types of topics using that three-dimensional learning um, and then relating it to what is the chemical structure of sodium polyacrylate? what makes it so special. Um, so it's just one example of, of the many things that you can do in exploring using NGSS as well as material science kind of interrelating. Um, when we talk about glass, we can look at the physics end of it and optics. So we can really tie together our, our real world uh, life with phenomenon. I love that. The other day, my eight-year-old was looking at my like Birkenstock sandals and he was like, what's that made out of? Like the cork, you know, in the sandal. I was like, 
and I'm not very science literate, had to get out Google. And he was like, I think it's wood. And I was like, you think it's wood? He's like, yeah, it's definitely wood. Yeah, it's wood, I guess, you know? And so like just knowing what stuff is made out of. And I think that curiosity of kids and just understanding how the world works around them. And then there's things I think you just like grow out of it. You know, you just kind of accept like, okay, this stuff is around me. I kind of know its properties a little bit, but you don't really know like where things come from necessarily. Everything so. comes from the store, doesn't it? <laughs> right, Amazon. You just go to the store and, you know, or Amazon, yeah, it all yeah. comes in a FedEx truck or UPS. Yeah. But but think, I mean, I think, you know, that push, like trying to make the connection for kids, like, you know, stuff I grow in the garden, I'll bring it to my grandkids or, you know, their their grandfather who lives around the block from them, he has a great big garden. So they've kind of seen their some of their food come out of a garden directly under their plate but that's not like a typical thing for kids and i just think you know i mean i was the educator through no child left behind i mean and we didn't teach anything but about tests we didn't do anything as administrators except worry what those test scores were so like we've kind of shifted thankfully to a space where we want kids to be curious um and that creates a whole other atmosphere because now you lose a little control, right? So, I mean, did you find that happen in your classroom, Erin, where like the noise level kind of went up a little and there was just a little bit more like kinetic, not necessarily out of control energy, but you can just kind of feel the room buzzing with, you know, you know what I mean? Like that really good buzz that you get in the classroom when kids are like sorting yes. things out. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's like any, it, you, the kids are excited again about learning science. It's not just sitting down and learning a bunch of facts. Like they're actually exploring and learning and kind of bringing back that kid like nature of what is that shoe made out of, mm -hmm. you know, what is that material or becoming scientific literate, just understanding, you know, I take, you know, two ibuprofen. So what does that mean? Why do I take two? Why do they take my weight at the doctors? Like, why is that so important? And understanding all of that, um, I think <coughs> is something that is beneficial, not only to, you know, you to be a citizen of, you know, the United States, but just a world citizen and understand and your body and teaching your own children, you know, why, why should you only take two ibuprofen and not 10? Um, and why does the doctor need to know your weight? So I think that bringing that to the world of learning and the expertise of chemistry and physics so that every student really has that possibility um, will make this such a great um, institute. Yeah, and how do you see some of that playing out online? I was just going to ask that, you know, there may be naysayers who say, well, you can't do labs online or you can't dissect a frog online. You know, how, what, what can we do? Right. Absolutely. Well, and so the great thing about the word of learning, which is really what brought me there was that we do do the live sessions, but the students are still brick and mortar. So they do still have that person that's kind of in the classroom. So we can, you know, provide that background for the students that they can maybe still explore with safe, you know, um, tools within the classroom. So if we're making oobleck, you know, cornstarch and water, every person can can play with cornstarch and water. Um, or if we're just looking at, you know, copper sulfate and and metal um, nails for the iron to see that single displacement reaction, we can do all of that through the world of learning. You know, we can walk the students through um, that as well as the facilitator that is within the classroom. Um, 
where we can't have that certified educator in the class. Right. right. I think, yeah. And I think that is going to be a big, a big factor in that, you know, we can kind of put together kits and we can, some of it I feel like is we have to trust the kids too. Like, you know, like there's, I mean, when we get them hooked, you know, they're not for the most part going to do things that will get them in trouble. Like if we give them a real world problem to solve or ask them to come up with their own real world problems to solve, they're, they're going to be much more likely to be invested in that and feel like they're more contributing members of society. Like what is it that you see in your community that science could solve, right? You know, or could you make a better shoe? You know, cork is endangered, I believe. I don't know if you guys found that out, Lauren, but I think cork is actually, because um, it's it's a bark of a tree, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but I think cork, the, the trees that produce that um, are in short supply, like lots of trees out there, you know? So I think understanding like that concept, like as your son goes down that well, like, if you want to have really comfortable shoes and you need that cork or if you want to have good insoles, you know, I mean, you know, like one thing leads to the other, right? Like, so how do we, I really feel like this is one of the reasons, like I love the world languages, but I think science is equally, I think every subject can do this, make students participants in our communities, you know, let them be part of the solution. I mean, I think, you know, in my experience, seeing when kids get involved and they feel like part of something, um, lots of the stuff that we see happening that's negative and that we hear about negatively in the schools goes away. When they feel like their voices are heard, when their their thoughts are considered, and when we ask them about what we want to learn. And I know that that's not proper in some circles and that kids should be seen and not heard, but I feel like when they're when they're given the respect that they're smart, that they're capable, and that we want to hear their voice and their solutions, um, we have a better school outcome. So, but that's another day, another conversation. Here I go again. When I think that's what um, you know, Pennsylvania adopting the NGSS and really kind of changing adopting parts of the NGSS. I guess they didn't adopt the whole thing um, to our science is going to bring a different light on how we teach science in Pennsylvania, specifically um, looking at that three dimensions and having the kids really be inquisitive. You know, a scientist doesn't go in, we go in with a problem and then we try to solve that problem. And I think that's what we need to present our students with. You know, here's our problem, how can we solve that? So let's try to build pieces to a puzzle to solve that problem. That's awesome. And that type of thinking is great for any discipline, you know? Um, just like taking that mindset of being curious and um, trying to solve a problem, that is just helpful for any, like any question you have in any subject. Um, I think that that is a great mindset to teach kids. That's why science is so important. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome. This is so great. So Aaron, before we leave today, tell me one thing that you have learned about the world of learning that you didn't know um, that surprised you and um, has you even more excited about working and learning with us? 
Um, so one thing that I am very surprised about that I've started to learn is that we're not just in Pennsylvania, you know, we reach students outside of Pennsylvania and that is fantastic. Really trying to reach all students um, everywhere, anywhere where there is a need, where we need a teacher with those specific discipline certifications, um, we can reach them. And I think that's super exciting and how education is building and how we're gonna collaborate with other educators and really building a great institute. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Yay. So Lauren, <laughs> what's one thing that you're surprised about after a year of working with the world of learning? Um, I am surprised by nothing anymore. No, <laughs> I, I, I feel like we just, I am just, I wouldn't say surprised, but being on this side of things, just the amount of detail and, and care that goes into every interaction and every school that we go into, um, that has surprised me. And just like the level of integrity and everything that you do, Pat, I think just like spreads out throughout. Oh. And just, I just think like that's, that's really, I don't know if I'm surprised, I'm, I'm impressed, I guess I should say. Oh, that's really nice to hear. Thank you. Well, and I think it takes all of us, like it really does take a village. I believe in community strongly and I, and I feel like I love this. So, all right. So I'm coming down to the end of my book. So what are you guys reading this summer? I know Lauren, you had some other suggestions out there that I'm going to jump on, but I'm ready to like stack up my books for the rest of the summer. So tell me what you're reading, if either of you are reading anything good. I am reading a book that I cannot remember the title right now. My, <laughs> it's my, my, my 10 year old picked it off of the shelf for me. It, he, he just picked it out because he liked the cover. It's a very interesting book. I'll get you the title, Pat. It's, you know, in my house, but I just have to grow. Oh, it. It's a very, it's a very interesting book. Um, you know, when you just pick a book by its cover, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Nice. Cover. <laughs> yeah, you know, they say you can't tell a book by its cover, but this one's good. Erin, am I putting you on the See, this is an on the spot question. So this is an on the spot question. And I kind of, I am in the same um, boat and I don't even have my, my book with me. I just finished a book and I returned it to the library because um, I take my daughters to the library twice a week. And so, you know, we try to get books and it, it was like red, white, and blue, maybe, or something like that. It was a TikTok one. Um, I saw it kind of on the shelf and, um, my youngest daughter was the same way, like, mom, look at this TikTok. And she's all about, even though she doesn't have TikTok, she loves to like hear about TikTok. <laughs> and so I read it and it was good. Um, but I can't remember the full title and I have to, I have to look all it right, up. All right. So we'll have our titles for summer reading yes. uh, in the show notes. When that sounds great. Out. So that sounds great. Know, you'll be able to read all the show notes, folks, and see what we do every day which is read books and forget the titles because I do it too, but I just happen to have mine and I'm just finishing. Olivia suggested this one earlier. It's called The People We Keep. So, yeah. so good. And the other one I just finished, um, and I think I put it in the last show notes the other day, um, really great, is um, The Lincoln Highway. And I really didn't have any idea that it was really going to be about the Lincoln Highway that goes from the Lincoln Tunnel to um to san francisco street oh, really cool. so that was really cool so 
Thanks to both of you for taking some time out of your day today to talk to me. And we are the World of Learning Institute, and we do virtual learning every day. Thanks for joining us. And if you need help in your classroom, you can contact me at pmulroy at worldoflearninginstitute.com. Have a great day, everybody.